Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. Uh, unlike the real Bad Batch, we've got most of our crew here. Uh, happy to Ooh, talk some rough. Bad Batch this week. I know, it was a little too soon. Is that on, too soon? Uh, my name's Justin. I'm one of the hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, and um, I kind of feel bad. I feel like all that talk, we made this happen with all that talk of like, Text an asshole. Text kind of a dick, and ke- te- tech and well. tech and uh, and um, Echo have the same skill set. And <laughs> oops. Well, you know what? When the writing's on the wall, it's not our fault for reading it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. This is Kyle, and uh, I'm excited that we're all back together. It's been a couple weeks. We had we had a couple different two live crews for uh, I don't know. This is like our first time back all together yeah. in like a month, probably. So. Yeah, at least at least three episodes. Yeah, because I think the, I was out for the bad batches dropping yeah. like flies, and here we are coming together like the <laughs> Voltron that we are. Yeah, I did have to go back because I was curious uh, at the beginning of the season, like what our predict- predictions were, and I think in our um, I second got everything one hundred percent covering exactly this right that I guessed right. No, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your prediction was that Crosshair was going to. Uh, bite it in this season my prediction was echo so i we both got it wrong yeah. um and i think josh on one of our episodes later on uh maybe it was faster when we were covering faster uh i think we had kind of said i think they're setting this up for tech to be uh the guy that bites it at the end because why would you put all of these tech heavy centric episodes in this season only to just I mean, it, it was almost a setup. Before we yeah, can knock it makes down. sense yeah. now. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense now. Yep. Let's uh, so. not to put the cart before the bull here. I think we sort of already let the cat out of the bag. Spoiler alert: Tech dies. If you did not watch the episode, <laughs> uh, hate to bring it to you, but please don't um, watch. Don't listen to this before you watch the episode. We yeah. we have said it before: no body, no death, and there is definitely no body. Very true. And Rampart did go get those goggles and kind of threw them in their face. We'll get to that. I'm sure. Hem- Hemlock. He- yeah, sorry. The other Hemlock. Empire. The bad interchangeable guy. bad guy number three. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Headlock. Here's your glasses, nerds. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's exa- I think that's exactly how he said it. That's really good delivery. But yeah. so anyway, I maybe he's still got tech experimenting on him, keeping it. It's, it's possible. I don't know. We've it's seen possible. people survive some wild things in Star Wars. Yeah. Tech is intelligent. That's his thing. So who knows? Mm-hmm. What? Speaking yeah. of um, them having the same skill set, they're going to do the same thing. We thought he was dead, and oh, actually, they're experimenting Much on like him. Much like Echo. Yeah. <laughs> we gave you some head tubes and kept you alive in a vat. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully it doesn't turn into one of those giant jars of Snokes that they had uh, in episode 16 as they were bringing uh, Omega yeah, through, because there was some big... There were those jars of Snokes in the back again. Um and I'm hoping those aren't like clones that they're just, I don't even know what they're doing to distort them like that, but they're making them like taller and weird looking. So if he loses a hand and gets one of those like little screw sonic scomp. screwdriver things, scomp, yeah. scomp, scomp things, uh, we won't, uh, no doctor who references sorry. on this podcast. We won't even be able to tell them apart. Like they will be, actually be the same character at that point. Do they have the same color eyes? Brown eyes. I mean, he's brown eyes. I don't know. We're talking bad about no, the I... character that died. And actually, it really was heartbreaking. It was sad. Yes. I like yes. was on the treadmill at the gym, and I audibly made a sound. Like the <laughs> soccer mom next to me looked over, like, "What's your problem? Why are you watching cartoons and being weird?" But <laughs> yeah, um, let's uh, let's save the the bad batch talk here because we do have a lot to talk about. We're we covering both episodes in this show. Yeah, that's what we came. Let's dive into a little bit of news and notes first. Oh, um, it is this week, people. It is this week. Star Wars Celebration Europe. Waiting on Kyle's booze right now. Boo. Insert, insert boo no track one cares. here. <laughs> <You suck. laughs> um, Star Wars Celebration Europe kicks off this week. Um, 
lots going on there. All of the guests are announced. Hopefully everybody's bought their autographs or photo ops or whatever they need to do. Um, most of the pins have been released, I think, except for maybe uh, a staff pin that they normally have out there. And there's always like the chase pins and those usually get discovered over the course of the actual event. Yeah, so that's kind of to come. Um, you know, there was a, a new announcement that we still get some of those vendor exclusives that get released. Diamond Select Toys uh, this week announced their Star Wars Celebration exclusives, which were a uh, sixth scale Trapper Wolf, excuse me, mini bust. Um, there's a seventh scale Boba Fett statue. Surprise, surprise. A seventh scale Boba Jackson statue, which was pretty Jackson, dope. Huh? Um, yeah. And a seventh scale General Kenobi statue. What's um, seventh and they're. Yeah, I don't. Weird. I don't know. Just it feels like if you're going to that, just go ahead and get to the sixth scale and What's bump another, those numbers up. One, yeah. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. Now you want to go? <laughs> um, want to give me a fifth scale? Now we're talking. <laughs> um, yeah. So there are limited quantity daily quantities of those, as with most merchandise, except for Hasbro, which apparently does not have merchandise. Yeah, get all the there. QR codes you want uh, over there at their booth. So crazy thing, though, I did see somebody put this out there today that they were able to pick up the celebration Darth Vader the red box, the red hued Darth Vader hmm. at a store somewhere. Already? And it like literally went and picked it up and bought it. Oh, God. Uh, not even released. And they're not even having yes, it bro. at the event. Yeah, that, so I don't even know what's going on suspect. there. But Why would that even? I'd yeah. be surprised if a retailer that would even scan and work and stuff. That right. Seems, right. I don't know. It was crazy. Um, potential celebration Lego sets leaked, which were the Emperor's Throne Room and Endor Speeder Chase, obviously in um, would, celebration of RTJ. Right I like that. Yep. Um, and then uh, we had Mando Mania again this week. Um, new soap from Squatch. Uh, we had uh, some Grogu porcelain statue by Ladro. Hey, that's Dr. Squatch to you, sir. <laughs> Dr. Squatch. Um, we had some Easter st- six years of Sasquatch medical school to be called Mr. <laughs> Squatch. He, did, he just, just said Squatch. Squatch. I just oh, said Squatch. Not <laughs> even a Sorry, I forgot the doctor. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, Easter Grogu stuffies. Um, and then there was a black series Pike soldier, which is pretty cool, but again, it's black series. So was you it? can't even see him. And then a, uh, Vintage collection Tuscan Raider four pack from Book of Boba Fett, which was kind of cool. That's actually how far nice we've begin. fallen that we're calling the Pike Syndicate cool. Oh, <laughs> woof! I, the figures. To be fair, the figure is cool because okay, I think that's maybe. like one of the first Pike figures that's out there. I don't I'll even think that, we yeah, may have. I think we have one. We have one or two in vintage collection that came out with the solo movie in the big play set in the mine, wherever they're at um, for the Coaxium. So that's the only other Pikes that I know of, but that's not to say there's not others out there. It's just what I can remember. So, yeah. So that was it for news and notes. Not a lot going on this week. We are getting closer to Jedi Fallen Order, though, which is good. End of this month. That's coming out. Yeah. End of this month. Go ahead, Josh. Does it seem wild to I didn't realize this until today, but does it seem wild to you guys that they plan this on Easter weekend? What celebration? Yeah. I mean yeah, it doesn't it mean anything crazy. to me, but mm-hmm. just kinda wild to plan uh yeah, once a like a once every so many years yeah. thing on a holiday weekend. Like why why? That's kinda dumb. I will say this though, some of the swag that people have put together to pass out at celebration is some top-notch swag. I mean, like, cool well, Yeah, they only stuff. get a chance to do it every, like, five, six, eight years or something, you know, <laughs> going yeah. to Europe, so. I was impressed. Like, I was like, man, I don't, like, you know, people are handing out stickers and small buttons at ours, and I'm like, these people are like, here, we got, like, hand-embroidered pouches for things or, like, leather work goods, and I'm like, y'all are going ham on the swag over here. I need to. Sounds expensive. I, yeah. I was like, it's crazy. So, what is kudos the, to them. Um, what is the actual first day with the big opening panel and all that? Is that Thursday or Friday? I think it's Thursday, isn't it? It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because I don't think they went over to Monday. Josh can do the hit Who's the Google machine the and uh, and let us know. All I know uh, is that if it's if it's you know if you're if you're at Star Wars Celebration 
and you're there on Thursday. Um, you have to eat dinner with your friends all sitting on the same side of the table like they did in that Last Supper uh, painting. Because uh, that's when they had the Last Supper was on Thursday before. I hope uh, no one's getting betrayed. Mm. <laughs> that also happened. <laughs> I don't know if you recall. Uh <laughs> True. Which one of you two is going to sell me out to the man? (laughs) That's what I got to wonder now. Well, which one of us is an imperial sympathizer? Oh, yeah, there's one who definitely uh, (laughs) seems more likely. (laughs) Um, Which, that's a whole other thing to talk. Like, when we get into Mando conversation, man, uh, Katie O'Brien's character. Hey, don't cross the streams. Super interesting. Um. Yeah, we we just crossed the streams here. I thought you said don't cross the streams. Uh, no, it is Friday through Monday. Mm, oh, okay. I asked, yeah. and everyone no Thursday. Out to me like I was a maroon. Okay. <laughs> what a maroon. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, I'm let's just uh, to stream let's... that panel, guys. That's when the action I happens. I know. It's it's going to be great up until they black out like the last I five know, minutes and go. Coolest, Here's this super cool video that stuff. we're not going to show to everybody else. So. Ugh. Uh, well, yeah. I, I'd be really surprised if they um, got John Williams to come out and do some songs so they can suck it. Yeah, that's what we got. <laughs> we sure did. We did. We did. It was awesome. Man, it's so. less impressive to me, honestly. Well, let's uh, let's rare. dive into our main topic here because we got a show to do, people. Oh, now Justin wants to talk about Bad Batch. We can talk about Bad Batch. I just want to talk about all those super cool Imperial people. That was amazing. You would. <laughs> uh, That's we did why get Justin actually loves a... the Bad Batch because it's the rise of the Empire. It's like their rise <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's an origin story. <laughs> it's an origin story. Um, we're covering season Bad Batch season two, episode fifteen and sixteen, which was labeled the Summit in Plan ninety nine. Those were directed by Brad Rao, Nate Villanueva, and Brad Rao and Stuart Lee. Um, cast consisted mostly of Bad Batch, Omega. We had uh, Fee Genoa, played by Wanda Sykes in this one. Uh, Return of Governor Tarkin, who's played by Stephen Stanton. Thick. We did have two. We had three Still actual. did not get a shot of those thick thighs, though. Keeping them hidden no. behind the desk, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, we did have uh, three additional Imperial uh, dignitaries, I guess, Wolf. whatever you want to call them. Uh, Hirsch Ramadi, who was in Clone Wars, played by Andy De La Tour. Cool. Orson Krennic. Love to see it. I love Played that. by Ben Mendelsohn. Mm-hmm. Um, Barton Coburn. And he only had one line in this, but it's still, it's Ben Mendelsohn coming back in for, for Orson Krennic. Uh, Barton Coburn, uh, which was played by D. Bradley Baker. Coburn was in <laughs> other previous star wars clone wars stuff um lieutenant malar elaine so you yeah um and then saw return of saw Gerrera, played by andrew kishino yeah young AZ3. Saw, still very young with his mm-hmm. like shaved eyebrows and slick haircut and everything with still rocking the fade mm-hmm. uh az3 played by ben diskin and for a brief a little bit. We had the return of Evil Sid, played by Rhea Perlman. Mm, 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 um, sold him out. Sold him out. Snitches get stitches and wind up in ditches. That's all I'm going to say about Sid, and I won't be talking about her any longer. Um, you know, I'm really surprised he just handed her a, a case of cash and said, thank you for your service. Now go away and just didn't blast her in the head. Um. Okay, I want to say, I want to ask a question before we like really dig into this episode too much. And this... I think like is probably going to make me sound like snotty or whatever, but I don't really understand the point of the dual episodes. Like if we're going to release two episode, two 30 minute episodes premiere and a two 30 minute episode finale, like why don't we just bill them as hour long episodes? I don't, why, I, why two episodes? I don't really get it. Is there somebody that's saving one for the next week or something? Like, I don't. Why isn't it just an extended finale and an extended? Like, especially if you were, yeah, if you were just gonna do two episodes, why wouldn't you do one this week and one next week? And yeah, if we're gonna do release them on the same day, if we're doing sixteen episodes, why are we finding a way to put it into fourteen weeks? Why aren't we just doing fourteen episodes? And if we're gonna do sixteen episodes, then why aren't we doing sixteen weeks? It just doesn't make sense to me. 
It could have been done in 10 weeks. Well, it could if have been done in cut, about cut seven out those if we want five, to be serious. Right. But, uh, <laughs> right. I don't know. It could be a contract thing where we promised to do this many episodes and this is the way. I, I don't know, but I don't like two episodes this week is not cool to me. Like, what? just do the story for an hour, whatever it is. Like, I don't, whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess there was kind of yeah. a natural break at the middle, but not exactly, really. They just picked up in the next scene, so. Yeah. Yep. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, all right, there we go. I asked, no one has an answer. Like, Here we go, we're moving we, on. We it always complain. Say, I, yeah, I have no idea. It's, I, we complain I would, about but, uh, not having me, enough Star Wars. We get more Star Wars, and now we're complaining, yes. It would be much more exciting if it was like, oh, the finale's an hour long. Okay, like, then it's like, oh, the last one is going to be two episodes. All right. Whatever. I mean, we, okay. we do look at runtime and real out, we're like, ooh, this is a 40-minute episode. That's long, yeah. right? When they're normally 20, we're like, ooh, there's a lot of juicy stuff here. So, yes, Just I understand where, you, where you're coming from. That makes it a little weird. <laughs> mm, there's a lot of moist stuff. Yeah, there. that's so robust. <laughs> this episode's Fit. girthy. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Got to make it just a little weird. Uh, yeah. Goodness, goodness. Um, so we picked. So do you guys like this show this or what? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, are we still talking about Bad Batch here? What we are we? Can, if you'd like Tech Dice, I don't know if um, anybody knew that. Did you see? We, we yeah, we do get a, a little bit of a love interest uh, between Fee and Tech. Well, um, he's like he's autistic. Oh, he had he's no so idea oblivious. what to do. He couldn't. Yes. Even, he didn't know what was no. happening. He it was so awkward. I felt a little bad yeah. for her. She's going to be so sad when she finds out. Yeah, this is, uh, let me play a little bit of this with Fee and Tech talking about him uh, going on a covert mission. So, you were just going to leave without saying goodbye. That is correct. <laughs> this is when he you said, know he's done. He said yes. <laughs> he just goes back to his little pad. Did you require a briefing? Did you require a you know, briefing? when two friends are talking, it's called a conversation. He's well, so visibly confused. Don't go running off with any yeah, smugglers while you're gone. Yes. This mission should not involve either. <laughs> That's not exactly what I was getting at. No, it's an idiot. <laughs> See you around, brown eyes. I, I look. I'm sorry. I feel sad for Fee because she likes the this, guy, but he's like dumb as a box. This is exactly when, when I knew that. he was dead. Right here, this is the first time. The music. Like, I was a hundred percent convinced he was dying. I'm like, oh man. Now he's got a lady, lady friend at home waiting for him to yep. come back safely. See you never, goggles. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> um, yeah, he was um, clueless in the conversation. Um, but yeah, yeah. If he I didn't read it in a book, he doesn't know anything about it. This guy. Nope. Uh, but they did. Uh, they did come up with a plan with uh, Echo to. Yeah, they're basically... trying to to track Hemlock's ship so they can find out where Crosshair is because mm-hmm. they want to go save him, and that is where they ran into Saw, and uh, you know, sort of all he double hockey sticks breaks loose, mm-hmm. which is what to do when Saw is around. If we're being honest. Does he has right. he ever been involved in an operation that just went super smoothly? Can anybody think of one? It's always at least a few nope. bumps in the road when Saw's yes. around, and he can never see the bigger picture. Which was I, the guy was so devout in trying to get rid of the Empire, but he could never ever see the bigger picture. He could only focus on one simple thing in front of him. Like in this case. I just want to blow this base up and kill Imperial dig- and kill the Imperial officers. And even tech tells him, he's like, dude, they're just going to replace those guys with others. Like right away. Like you realize that and you're, you're destroying any Intel that you could possibly get. He didn't care. He's like, no, I just want to just want to see, watch the world. Just want to watch the world burn. Master Wayne. He's got a lot of anger in him. That's mm-hmm. all. Yep. You know, when, so, the, when the empire kills your sister, you just want to, you just want to punch him in the mouth over and over. That's that's sort of Saul's very thing. true, very true. He had good reason to want to do that. So um, we did get some interesting stuff uh, during the summit meeting. Um, there was actually like two broader conversations here, and the first one kind of talks about Hemlock and his what he's doing. 
um, with the clones, which I thought was super interesting. This group of people are some bad dudes. Like, yeah, you think of like the executioner is bad, but these are the puppet masters and they are real bad. Like Mm -hmm. his whole thing about these clones are imperial property and we don't need their permission and we can just use them as test subjects. Like that's about as dirty as it gets. And Tarkin, we already know he is an evil, evil dude. And then clearly we've got Krennic over here who I think he's more of like kind of a brown nosing bootlicker than like pure evil, but he is working on a project that he knows is designed to literally blow up planets full of people. So like, we'll go ahead and lump him in there too. Uh, bad, bad dudes in this room. That one guy, that one guy was like, had a slight conscience. Hey, bars so low that he looks like, um... uh, He's just the moral, like, most pure-hearted person in the galaxy compared to them, right? He's like, well, you know, there's these clones were pretty decent in the war, right? Which, he's not wrong, and that's, like, a, a pretty valuable argument. But, yeah, he's probably bad, too. He wouldn't be in the, he me, wouldn't uh, be in the meeting. Let me play the second part. It's right what you're talking about, Kyle. Let me play the second part of this, this summit meeting here. He's getting no quarter from me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and these clones have agreed to your experimentation? Certainly not. They are <laughs> imperial property. Their cooperation is not required. There are many in the Senate who are fighting for clone rights. If word of this gets out, Chuchi. it could prove Respect. detrimental to our goals. The location and operations under my purview are far from the eyes and ears of the Senate and everyone else. If I may, I served with the clones for many years. This is Barton Cunning warriors. Loyal to the end. Coburn. Are we all willing to just dismiss them out of hand? I also served with the clones and found them, at times, to be very unpredictable. Under Jedi leadership, they adopted a concerning level of individuality. That's Anakin's fault. That's your dude. What happens if they become aware of what's happening and take up arms against us? Well, some already have. And we will deal with them swiftly and unilaterally to quell any threat of a clone uprising. Now, Commander Krennic, enlighten us to the status of Project Stardust. Hell yeah. I love that. Yes, Governor Tonkin. Yep, and you do get like one line. He's like, "Yes, Governor Gotarkin." And t- at this point, I don't think Krennic is where he's at in um, Rogue One, where he's like jockeying for power. I think at that point, he's like, "No, I've built this thing. This is my thing." And now he wants to like stand in the spotlight. I think here he's still kind of on the back burner, uh, per se. But I don't know. He is the director of the Emperor's number one project. He's got to be pretty important. And he's in this meeting yeah. of only four people, one of whom is Tarkin, yeah. and the other person is working on uh, the Emperor's Horcrux plan. So, like, Horcrux these are key dudes. I mean, that's what it is. Let's yeah. spade a spade. Yeah. Uh, these are key dudes, I think. So, mm-hmm. in my opinion, maybe not. But And also, look at the security they had when uh, the poop started hitting the fan up in there. Like, they were pretty safe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they sealed that thing off. Yeah. Uh, I was a little concerned because it's like a tall tower and like everything was blown up underneath them. They weren't concerned about yeah, like the whole thing just falling like the, in. It was structurally sound. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's funny to listen to them, though, where, you know, they talk about the clones and their concern is, oh, well, these were genetic experiments. They were not really supposed to have personality. They were just supposed to like go fight and die. They developed personality basically you know, becoming more human and having a soul and, and all these things. He's like, but we don't want that. So they shift to stormtroopers. That's like sort of the empire view who, of it. Like, I don't, was there ever that actual expectation? Like, did the, did anyone actually ever think that they were going to get these human droids that didn't have an opinion and didn't have independent thoughts? And like, I think that's how we, I think that's just a thing they say to justify yeah. all this to themselves. Like, that's not, that could be. That's not yeah. realistic. You're not going to, whether they're biologically engineered or not, you're not going to grow a human being from infancy mm-hmm. and then just expect them to be biological robots. That's not a thing. Right. Yeah. But it's funny because they go from that 
to enlisted soldiers, not quote-unquote. Cheaper, 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 Quote-unquote enlisted who already have a persona and a soul and all of these other things. But now you're bringing in moral conflicts and things like they that as to why they're they joining, what they're doing. They go to that. Stuff, Justin. It's all just doublespeak. It's just how they justify it because they yeah. can't so say they, the right. real thing. The real thing is clones are expensive and recruits mm-hmm. are cheap and we have an endless supply of them that are free. So yeah. we can take but then poor essentially, people who have no other option and put them in uniform and make them mm-hmm. fight and die. And if they die and if they suck, that's fine because there's an infinite supply of them. And they're and like it gives then, people buy-in. Like you have people that are like, "Oh, I'm serving a, a greater." You know, it's mm-hmm. the same. Or my neighbor's son, or the, my cousin, yeah. or like everybody knows a stormtrooper now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it comes back again, moving into uh, Force Awakens with um, the First Order, where we're taking kids and we're just programming them from birth. We're, they're not clones but we're taking these kids and we're just brainwashing them and programming them from birth and trying to do the same thing that we were doing essentially with the clone army. So it's like, it's, it's, they just bounce it back and forth to whatever they feel needs. And they, well, they're the, never able the to perfect what the they wanted is, to achieve. There is no good way to create a giant military with the goal of oppressing a galaxy. Like there's just no way to go about that. That's going to be like, Oh, well that was how you get all these honest, loyal soldiers who believe in this cause and are doing the right thing. And like, like, because there is no way to do that. It's always going to be wrong. It's always going to be corrupt or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And the, the other piece of that I think is that, so at that point, they're trying to do this in secret and they're still small. So it's like, okay, so we don't have the money to clone and we don't, and we can't openly recruit because we're trying to do this in secret. So kidnapping it is a new, mm-hmm. yeah, a new way mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. It's on yeah. A, It's funny. Cause it's kind of like a perverse, uh, like it's very simple. It's like a perverse version of what the Jedi used to do, you know? Yeah. That was yep. consensual kidnapping. I know. That's why I said it was, <laughs> you know, it was um, perverse. Yeah. Perverse. I was like, what word did I use? It was so good. You couldn't even come up with it twice was the thing. <laughs> so we get um, so we get to a point here, right, where Saw wrecks yeah, Saw's everything. there to blow the place Saw up. Saw blows it and up. And they're there to wrecks track everything. Uh, Hemlock to... Mm-hmm. His clone base, which probably a pretty valuable thing because it's hard to find, according to him. Which I think that was not only was he saying, "Yeah, it's safe. No one, the Senate's going to find it." It was also sort of like a "F you, you also can't find it." So yeah. not only am I not worried about Senator Chuchi and her opinion because she's never going to find me anyway. I'm also not really worried about your opinion because I'm also like kind of above your pay grade here. He he's that he's that black black ops thing that nobody knows about. Yeah. Yep. Um they had the tracking thing on his ship. They were there and then well, that's bad all, for you. They all hell broke loose that. and broke loose in uh, the hangar and everything started blowing up and saw escapes then he just set off this giant chain explosion reaction that which by the way this the audio the sound audio of that explosion was pretty impressive like just how they rippled it um basically all music and stuff dropped out and it was literally just explosions for a couple seconds which was which was kind of cool but there um, was one before we get too much farther mm -hmm. there was one cool part where um record did trust omega to go plant the beacon on the ship uh there was like not enough cover for him because he's enormous so mm-hmm. they, he said, are you cool to do that? And she said, yes. And then she planted the beacon and they created a little diversion for her to escape out, um, which was cool. That was to see how far she's come. You know, she is full on part of the team getting like autonomy and he trusted her to do that. She felt confident enough to do it. All these things mm-hmm. like they were not in that place, even I would say at the beginning of this season. So that was kind of yeah. cool for to see them get there. 
uh, you know, right before everyone starts dying and getting arrested and kidnapped and such, but better late than ever, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, they everything find blows a way up. to Tarkin escape. locks down the room and they're trying to get out on that yeah. rail car that they snuck in on. Yep. Uh, Star Wars does love a good train. Yeah, we uh, do. Train slash yeah. uh, chase, yeah. heist, The future whatever, has you know. public transportation. If there's mm-hmm. not evidence for you there, then... No farther than Star Wars. But of course, uh, Saul blows everything up. And even when he executes his own plan, it has to screw something else up and they lose power. And they're sort of like sitting ducks out on the rail line. And they're getting shot at from the troopers on the other car. And then they send in air support and they're like totally effed. Uh, Echo and Tech are trying to get the power back to the the car there and they do just when they're getting kind of the back half blown off and tech's hanging from a like a grappling hook it's pulling the back half off and gives them the plan 99 records like so sad yeah. well i mean omega there was too, but you know out of out of a lot of audio in in these two episodes there's two that are in particular that i wanted to play one of them was tech's last scene and then omega when we find her after this but here's here's tech hanging by the grappling hook you must sever the connection hinge now not until you're up here there is no time wrecker plan 99 here they're in a bad position when have we ever followed orders no! music I mean, at this point, they're going downhill into the little thing that like loads it and turns it around or whatever, and they can't stop it. But yeah, yeah they that fly out the back, and that's the end of the episode. There was like a yeah, they they grab Omega, and there was a she's kind of like in and out of consciousness, and we're watching it from her perspective. It reminded me like of a, a million different video game cutscenes I've mm-hmm. seen where you're characters first like person shooters up, call of duty yeah, yep just barely getting out of there or whatever it reminded me exactly of that and they get out on yep. the um marauder and mm. go back to orbit until like, so az can help her but yeah that whole scene man just goosebumps at that point um tugging on the heartstrings kiner nailed it with the music yeah, it was great um it, you know it was all the things that i think made it challenging for some of those episodes that were that kind of like fell flat to be honest with you. And we were just like, what is going on here? And like, this is what, this is what bad batch should have been. And, and it, it could have been way better, I guess minus those episodes. If you take those episodes out and you string it together, yes, it's much, much better. But this, this was good writing. It's just good music, good writing. And this finale, the, I I almost think it's a shame that this was in the middle of the episode. I, this was a stronger finish to me than the the finish finish. But I got I get we got to set up the story for what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this it was really good. I still don't know why there was so much extra. Seems like ex- unnecessary stuff this season, but yeah, uh, I'm happy with it. Did you know? Did you guys notice that Hunter did shoot down a ship with a with like. Uh, a handgun, essentially. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Yep. Uh, you know, I I don't know. Maybe just zero shields and a well well placed blaster. You hit it in like the, the wing or something. His hunter skills. You know, that's his. Okay, sure. All right, there we go. So, <laughs> other classic, than that, mean classic Kyle complains something? that we don't see hunters. Uh, skills and then he uses them and that's that, his no. skill. Is he's that OP. His he's a Mary so, Sue. His blaster Hunter's is a Mary so Sue. strong you heard it here. that it can shoot down a. 
a, a starfighter is his skill. I don't think that's his genetic ability. <laughs> well, I mean, granted, it's a starfighter that's like a precursor to the no shields tie fighter. So correct. Um, I still think it's a little bit of a stretch. And then he only shot the one down, but doesn't like turn and shoot at the other one coming in. Well, I don't. Man, I don't. don't. You, you make um, a one in okay, a million so shot. You don't go back for seconds. What's worse? On the OP scale, the overpower scale. Uh, thank you for this, telling me what OP is. Just in case, hey, I hate for it the when you condescend you know? me. Okay. Uh, well, I'm better than you, so that's <laughs> fair. Go I'm ahead. Just um, this, you know, shooting the uh, shooting the the proto Tie Fighter down with what are the, these things called? The pistol. V wings. The V wings. Okay. Sure, there. Proto's Tie Fighter, um, and uh, or when uh, Star Killer pulls the the Star Destroyer down it, with the Force uh, mm. in the Force Unleashed, mm. I saw that and I was like, "That's a really cool visual." But I I'm not about to believe that Darth Vader's secret apprentice is the strongest yeah. Force user ever. <laughs> like Yoda's struggling to lift an X wing out of a swamp, and this guy's pulling a Star Destroyer to the planet. Give me a break. I'm gonna say I'd mm-hmm. take my I I I'd I'll respect Hunter's Sam Witwer. got a better chance of shooting yeah. down with <laughs> a, with one well placed shot than than pulling down a whole star destroyer with the force. Agreed. I'll give you that. I agree. Yep. This is only uh, the second so, most outrageous thing in the history of Star Wars. And what's the first? <laughs> well, Star Killer pulling down oh, a star okay. destroyer with the force. We've I established you were about to say a Mando two, kid now. being called Ragnar. But, you know. Oh wait! You, but we forgot about uh, uh, Mace Windu riding on the back of a droid. Oh, that's not even uh, canon anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Star Killer pulling the wires to steer the. You're right. Um, yeah, no. Uh, they get back to. They basically go back to Ord Mantell to Sids. Um, they go see Az. They try to get better. I do AZ have this one clip yeah, that's of. His whole um, job. He's a, he's a clone doctor. Yes, uh, A's, uh, Omega has a little bit of a, a little bit of a headache and is uh, struggling to wake up here, but uh, sure only takes a, a second to remember what happened. Yeah, clone how do you feel? I don't know. The last thing that I remember, we were in the rail car when Where's Tech. Omega, he did. Tech didn't make it. Yeah. I'll say he we did. have to go back. What if he's hurt? He he needs us. He needs some. Tell milk. him, Rika. <laughs> we can't just leave him. He's a Omega. No, Jake's not gone. He he can't be. I I know, kid. This part here, like you can see, Wrecker. He just makes this like grunt. You can see him starting to cry and then just walks out of the room at this point. And that was, um, I think one of the, like as much, as far as emotion goes, that's some of the, the most emotion that any of these clones have, have shown to this point. So, um, but he just walks out there's an odd. Okay. So I, I have to ask this question. There's a little bit of an odd conversation right after this, where Hunter basically talks to Omega about, Okay, we just went on this mission to try to ta- track down Crosshair. We lost Tech. Um, hey, so we're thinking about retiring now and moving to Pabu and not being soldiers anymore. How would you like that? Do you want to do that? And she's like, "Yeah." She kind of like nods her head a little bit, and I'm like, "Wait a minute! Like, what just happened? Like, you were risking everything to basically try to save Crosshair." And Tech even says at one point, like, even though we've had our differences with him, he's still our brother. We got to go save him. And now you're just like, nah, nah, we're good, fam. Like, we're done. I think it kind of made sense to me. Uh, If you think about it, like, they're soldiers, but they all survived the entire war together. And then, like, Crosshair left and they had that falling out, but he's still out there and they know he's still out there. Mm -hmm. And he, like, kind of made a choice. Um, I think they don't really know exactly what they're fighting for. They don't know how to get to Crosshair. And the person who was like kind of helping gather all that intel is now gone. I think this loss has them reeling. I don't think it's unreasonable for them to like, hey, we kind of did our part. We don't want to risk these last 
the last three of us, let's go try to live some kind of life. I didn't, I didn't think it was crazy to me. Josh, what about you? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I can see, I kind of, I, I can see the, like the thought process of not giving up because tech wouldn't have wanted us to give up. And like, you know, we lost a brother. So now we really need to save our last brother, but I can also see the like, well, we've already lost, basically lost two people. Like, and you know what do we what do we we don't to want do to now? lose like, anymore we don't have another choice like it, and yeah. one of them is like a literal child that they're putting in yeah. serious serious danger regularly <laughs> well and that's the other thing is it's is it is it hunter saying like okay we've now lost you know figuratively lost crosshair and literally lost tech like is is this girl that we're like Da- space dads of like is she we're gonna we get gonna, her killed or, or get so her, get traumatized yeah like or she's so. gonna watch us all die and be the only one left like which is potentially worse it's, i think he was giving up for her not for for yeah. them mm. no if it was just if, him if and wrecker left they'd be going for it probably suicide and, a, and echo or whatever mm-hmm. but echo's probably going back with rex at some point yeah and i could see if they had said like well why don't we regroup on Pabu and we'll get in touch with Rex and we'll figure out maybe next steps, but to, to just go, all right, well, we're, we're just not going to do it. And, and I get it where, you know, you're trying to protect the kid, but you've drug her this far along in two seasons on some of these crazy missions. Now it hits you because you finally lost somebody that it's a danger to bring this kid along. Like they probably felt invincible. They're like essentially superheroes, you know, that's crazy. It's like, Holy crap, man. Like that took you that long to realize that. Holy cow. And and by the way, as they're running through blasting Imperials on this base, they're still using stun on the stormtroopers. She's using her bow. Oh no, they were blasting like, them, Justin. They were throwing them off ledges. Are you sure? They were using full on blasters. They, yeah. they were just they were stunning clones mm. still. I I gotta go back and watch that because I thought they, they were still Omega. using the stun oh, no. on them. I even took a note of that. And Omega's no using stunners. her bow, and I'm just yeah. like, wait, you're still using stuns, but Omega's nah. just blasting people with this blasters. with this bow. When they came out of that people. rail car, and then I started blasting. They came out. Blasting. Oh no, on the rail car, yes, but in the base, I thought they were still using the stun on yeah. when they first popped I, in. Now they did chuck one guy chest. over the edge, which was holes in chest, which was pretty impressive. No, I thought so, it was just done on the uh, those the um, clones, clone like commandos, the Republic commandos. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, you know, we get this. Um, we get to Sid's bar. She sells them out, turns them in. Gonky takes some cash. alerted uh, uh, Echo. Did you guys notice that he came running in like? Bark, bark, yeah. mm-hmm. bark, bark. I mean, there was the Imperials coming in, but they had the comms shut down. So this—that's when you knew this was like a whole planned out deal, and they were on top of it. Hmm. Um. We get this conversation. They get to this standoff point. Basically, Hunter tells Omega and Az to get away. Go. I'll hold them off. They already had Wrecker at this point. Um. And Hunter goes out to talk to Hemlock, and this is this is interesting. Here is how this is going to go. You will lower your blaster and hand over Omega. And I will allow you to keep breathing. Let me tell you Omega's something, brother, you're gonna lay that blaster down you. right here. Well, who knew clones are so paternal? Fascinating. I was to this part right here, man. What was his name? He knew it. Oh, name. yes. Tech. <sighs> I'm afraid this was all I could salvage. Consider it a gift. Mm. Tosses the glasses over. To lose one of your own, that must weigh heavily on you as their leader. And if you don't lower the blaster now, you will lose yet another. Ouch. Hemlock is the worst, man. He's a bad dude. Um, He's a jerk. 
Um, he says the choice of words there. This was all I was able to salvage. Um, he's not a reliable narrator, Justin. You no, and I, this is this is like we don't see a body, obviously. So body, yaddy, he yaddy, could yaddy. still be alive. He he could be dead, and that's he's telling yeah, the truth. Are two, or those he's are pretty much the two options for everyone. Or he's like got him in his jar of Snokes, and he's working on him, and he's just riling up Hunter basically at this point and saying, "Look, man, I'm in charge." I, Ta- I mean, maybe he'll die. Maybe we, maybe we will. I would be the one to be like, "Well, that's kind of cheap that they said he died and he didn't die." But I don't know. Maybe he's not. We didn't see it. You know, that's sort of the rule: no yeah. body, no death. Yep. Um. Yeah, I've always, you know, I, I'm a strong proponent of death and storytelling moves characters forward and yeah, we all, we is, know you want everyone to die just i want them to die man me and kevin scott we just killing people over here let's go uh, <laughs> make you like them and then kill them off um and then we get, basically hunter or uh, omega tries to save him uh doesn't really work that well um she gets captured they all get captured um or excuse me she gets captured um hunter yeah, get, and wrecker get, get away because Echo um, they com- get back to the ship he commandeers an atst and starts wrecking the whole uh an atsta mm-hmm. an atsta and starts wrecking the whole uh block <laughs> so they escape yep. but he didn't he didn't really care because he came for omega and he gets omega out of there and yeah and hunter's all yep. like we're gonna find her no matter what it takes <laughs> Um, and then we get dropped to this giant cliffhanger at the end of this episode. I did not see with this coming. Em- is it Emery Carr? Is that her dang name? Is that the character's name? I think basically <laughs> says she finds it funny that Omega trusts uh, the Kaminoans, but doesn't trust her. I don't near like, you. I, I don't knew you. And <laughs> she's like, really? She's like, you, you, you should. We're sisters. Dun, We're like. Dun. What? And to be fair, like she takes off the glasses, like that was going to make a difference. I'm like, you still really don't look like a clone, even like an older her. clone. She kind of sounds like her, but I didn't think she looked much like like her or well, she's even the adult, regular clone. So, so. she's an adult um, woman, so it's hard to like really say. Yeah. But yeah, I did not know. Huge. That. But does that mean Huge she's an unaltered female clone as well? She's like a Gen One. Or whatever they call them, I think. Like that was the early, early clones. Maybe that weren't, weren't enhanced or weren't uh, modified. So I don't know. Um, crazy though, crazy. Why does Nala say like Strong Omega, episodes. not the other one? That's a real question. Hmm. <sighs> Anything else you guys want to add to these two episodes? It was a great way to cap off a season that we complained a lot about and i'm actually after all of that i am eager to see what happens next season and i really didn't think i was going to be that's a good point there was a lot of points in this season when i was like oh my god i don't know if i even am gonna care about season three but i definitely do at this point so they figured that out i do hope season three they do not have as many episodes that seem as pointless to the the larger story. Yeah, but I agreed. I am curious about how this is all going to go down now. I would be a fan of less episodes, more structural content than yeah. I don't need sixteen more episodes, episodes and... just to have a two episode premiere, a two episode finale, and then six episodes that don't matter. Yeah, just give me eight good yep. ones. That's better to me. Yep, agreed. Um, yeah, and I'm curious where uh, Hemlock's going with his cloning thing because he keep they talked about what was it an enlightened society? Didn't make it sound like he was. It sounded like they were trying to brainwash current people. Based on his his summary to the to Governor Tarkin in the first part of that conversation, but we'll see, we'll see. So, I bet he's uh, a member of the Sith Eternal. Oh, Hemlock? Well, yeah, I mean, if he's the Ooh. if he's the head of the cloning stuff, right? The secret yeah. darks, you know, uh, or uh, black ops, dark science, secrets only the Sith and Hemlock knew, you know? That's... Well, can I say, I do think 
the fact that they're now establishing. So Dex said, uh, I'm, I'm going to like span a whole lot of Star Wars here, but Dex said, <laughs> yeah, they're cloners and they're good ones too, which I think was implying that there are other places you can get clones, but these are Kaminoans and they're just good cloners, right? Like, that's sort yeah. of why would you specify that they're good if they're the only people they can do it? But now we're sort of redefining that Kaminoans were the only people who knew how to do cloning because that's what they're saying now in the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. And to get all the way to the sequel trilogy where all of a sudden no one knows about cloning, well, they did wipe out all the Kaminoans. And now we're saying only the Kaminoans knew about cloning. Um, so I, I I think we're setting up here that like we're just kind of wiping this from our history and we're running a propaganda machine like, no, those the clones weren't really clones or whatever and all, all this, and they're just kind of erasing it from history so people forget, um, you know, sort of like they did with the Jedi who were already were somehow legend 40 mm-hmm. years after the you know the empire wiped him out um when we find him in a know, new hope it's just sort yeah. of like uh, it seems to me they're kind of cha- slowly changing how that was all defined yeah makes yeah. sense good point all right folks well, let's wrap this up and get on out of here people good solid in you're all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go home Well, that was our recap of the end of Bad Batch Season 2, Episodes 15 and 16, The Summit and the Plan. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, you know, get out there, listen to us. You can catch all of our back episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can catch most of them, too, on YouTube um, as well. Um, like, subscribe, rate, review, do all the good things on the podcast that you should do. Um, you can find us anywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Outer and Beacon. You can email us outerandbeacon at gmail.com. My name's Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Where are they gonna find you guys? This is Josh. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. This is Kyle and I am KB underscore legend on pretty much all the social media. Nice. Hopefully the uh, the weather starts getting better here soon because we're getting into spring and I would like some some sunshine. It would be nice. But uh, in the meantime, get out, do something Star Warsy, and may the Force be with you. Always.